Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, and I'm Ayn Ryu. I'm Tommy Calhoun, and I'm the announcer! And I'm Tim. And I... Fuck, guys, I didn't know we were doing a Smash-themed intro. We never planned it, Binky. Well, I already planned what I was gonna say. Come on, Binky, pick your character! (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Game & Watch! There we go. There we go! You guys couldn't tell. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has released. Why are we advertising for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Because we love the Because game. they sponsored us! Oh my god. <laughs> Tommy is Xander Mobius, apparently. Um, we, we love Super Smash Bros. It's one of our favorite franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally haven't eaten or slept or gone to work or bathed since that game came out. Yeah. Yep. That's, a, that's about right. Mm-hmm. Um, the Switch said that it was low on battery one time, and I think all three of us had a collective heart attack. Yeah, heart attack. Lest heart we, attack. Lest we all seem like a bunch of gamer nerds, I am actually cool. I played Smash a reasonable Tim, you, amount, you, but not too much. You're on a fucking much. podcast about people who fight each other in imagination <laughs> land. I don't want to hear anything about being a cool guy. Listen, Bobby. Oh, shit. Tim, give I'm us, cool. Give Come us, on. Give us a question. You're, you're cool, cool in my heart. All right, all right. I got a question. Okay. My first question is, this one actually just comes from me. Uh, who would win in a fight? Mr. Clean versus a team of scrubbing bubbles scrubbers so like you know like mr clean the dude the yeah you know, mr clean mm-hmm. how big are the scrubbing bubbles they're like see when i imagine like a scrubbing bubble scrubber i imagine like it would fit in like the palm of your hand mm-hmm. and how much is a team like a team let's say there's like 15 of them oh shit mr clean what? I don't know. Have you seen those guys? Yeah. They can jet around and like get like bleach and shit all in his Ooh, eyes. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. What yeah, yeah, they yeah. have they have like bleach on them and shit. I don't know. They got scrum bubble stuff on them. Let's say let's say this first round no no items. No items. No items. No so items. Just final bristles. Ba- fuck. Final bathroom. God. <laughs> so they're just they they just have the bristles. Yeah, they just mm. have the bristles. Uh let's say they have a few suds in them. Okay. But they that's just like natural suds. No bleach. They can still like fly around though. I've yeah, seen they that can in fly. The, the commercials. Fuck. Yeah. They can fly? They can fly. Yeah. And they're bloodlusted. They're bloodlusted. <sighs> Do you think 15 is too many? Maybe 10. No, I think 15 no, is a good amount. Because yeah. like, I think Mr. Clean, like Mr. Clean's a jack dude. Yeah. He could definitely take like one of them, throw it in the other one, take two and just like crack them over yeah, the what's, counter. What's the durability of these? Right. I see. My thing is... I feel like they're not super durable. Like yeah. Mr. Clean yeah. could totally just like step on one of them and it would break. I yeah, feel I like they're, they're like eggs, plastic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I or feel like, like they're like maybe slightly more durable than like eggs. Maybe Meh. more like maybe probably like, more durable than that. Yeah, like how durable? Compare it to something. I would say like thin plastic. Maybe like you yeah. know your average everyday McDonald's Happy Meal toy. Oh shit! Fuck yeah. Okay, that's good. So it's Mr. Clean versus fifteen McDonald's toys. Well, no, scrubbing bubble scrubbers. That's what I said. No, no, listen, no. And they're like essentially the same thing. No, if Mc, no, 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 because these two things are fundamentally completely different. McDonald's is the embodiment of filth, okay? And scrubbing bubble scrubbers are the embodiment of cleanliness. So they can't mix. They're not going to sponsor each other. How wild would it be if they did, though? <laughs> <laughs> like you open with up. every Happy Meal, now get a scrubbing bubble scrubber for your dirty shit face kid, <laughs> for your dirty fucking caramel applesauce on their mouth, fucking oh uh, eats God. popcorn out of the middle seat, fucking g- picks Whoa, their dude. boogers and leaves them Hold under on. the table, don't, dirty ass shit ass kid. Don't knock middle seat popcorn, dude. <laughs> dude, 
What does Metal Seed Popcorn got to do with this? Yeah, man. This is Tim, what, Tim, please enlighten the audience as to what Metal Seed Popcorn tastes like. I mean, okay. It's not a matter of what it tastes like. It's more what it feels like. You know how, like, a fine wine gets better with age? Yeah. When Metal you Seed Popcorn pop- is definitely the opposite of a fine wine, no, I would <laughs> argue. When you leave popcorn out and it has the opportunity to come in contact with just so much genuine air, good car scent, Bad car scent. You're actually zesty. You know how they say. You know how they say you're supposed to pour coffee like very high up because like that way it'll oxidize before it hits the cup and it adds more flavor to it. Yeah, popcorn's been the popcorn's been oxidizing all this time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. So when you eat that middle seat popcorn, it's like a flavor explosion upon the gullet. Favor blasted goldfish are merely middle seat goldfish. All right. They literally have you, a car. You can both have your opinions. They I'm have... going, I am not going to budge on my opinion of middle seat popcorn. It's not something you should fucking eat. You know, Bumpy, one day you're going to join the elite. You're going to understand. Yeah, dude. It's all right. <laughs> I don't know about that, too. Anyway, Scrubbing Bump Scrubbers takes it, <laughs> yeah. for sure. All right, I'll, I'll give it to Scrubbing yeah, I think, Bumps. I, I think, like, if a team of 15, like large rat-sized objects that had the durability of plastic swarmed me, I don't know if I'd be able to take them. Imagine if you were, like, jacked, though. But, but yeah, if I was jacked, maybe. But I think still they would overwhelm me, because they can fly. Yeah, they can fly. Think of, like, flying rats is, like, the closest thing I can think of. If they could just jet around, then I would have... I think Mr. Clean would have more of a case here, but since they can actually fly... Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Alrighty, so... Scrubbing Bubbles takes it, but who, which of them could clean up the mess after the carnage afterwards best? Scrubbing Bubbles. Because, like, in the commercials, um, they just, like, fly over it and it's magically clean. But Mr. Clean has his magic eraser. All you have to do is just, like, fucking touch that shit. It's gone. No mess. Yeah, but yeah. I think Scrubbing Bubbles are, like, faster. Like, speed-wise. Like, mm, they yeah. can no, turn around and no. fly. I think you, I think, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a magic eraser. Like, he just touches it. It's magical. That's his... Yeah, but he still has to move to touch it, and walk in to move somewhere will always be slower than flying there. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Sorry, Mr. Clean. Yeah, sorry, Looks Mr. like Clean. you're a slow, dirty bitch. <laughs> Speaking of um, dirty bitches, I guess. Um, <laughs> That's me. Here's, I got a question for you. Okay. Imagine you are a criminal defense attorney. God damn it. <laughs> Imagine you are a criminal defense attorney. Uh-huh. Did I have to go through law school? You did. You're, Fuck. You passed the bar exam. You've been partner for 10 years. Okay. Um, 10 years? Damn. I'm successful. Yeah. Damn, wait, that's wait. a lot better than my current life. Am I rich? Can I read my fucking question? No, no. Am I rich? You, I need to know. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty well off. Fuck okay, yes, I'm thank rich. Thank you, Marcus. So, thank you. you're a criminal defense attorney. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and you've been, you have a case and it's not looking good for you. You, uh, there is video evidence and DNA evidence at the crime scene mm-hmm. of your defendant, uh, committing the crime of murder, mm-hmm. big bad murder, kill mm-hmm. someone. Would you rather be defending Peter Griffin from Family Guy, mm-hmm. the ha ha, the ha ha funny show, Family Guy, <laughs> or One Punch Man from One Punch Man? I would rather defend Saitama any day over Peter Griffin. Are you serious? Dead ass. In a court of law. In a court of fucking law. Explain. Okay, so in Saitama's, like, like his his whole thing is that, like, it does, like, he, he could just be put in jail and then he'd be like, cool, and then just, like, bend the bars and walk out. Like, he doesn't give a shit if I beat it or not. Like, he's just like, 
cool, whatever, dude. But this like, isn't about that, dude. Yeah, this is about, like, your your lawyer integrity. Yeah, imagine oh. if he does yeah, that. But, like, also, if Peter Griffin's your fucking, fucking defendant, whatever, I don't know anything about law Clients. Terms, so, like, I'm just gonna fucking wreck shit all over this courtroom right now. <laughs> Attention all lawyers, please stop listening right now. We are <laughs> about stop to bastardize your business. <laughs> yeah, I, my words might give you an allergic reaction. Um, but <laughs> Peter Griffin would, like... Like, you're, he's supposed to sit there, and you're supposed to do all the talking for him, and you're supposed to, like, make a case, and he's not supposed to talk, he's just supposed to be there. Peter Griffin would, like, immediately stand up, start talking, incriminate himself, his wife, his daughter, his, like, fucking baby son, his dog, his goldfish, that chicken that he fights in all those episodes. I've never seen Family Guy. Like, <laughs> like he's just a fucking dumbass. Wait, and, and then, then he, at the end, he'd be like, no, I'm so free and sorry. And meanwhile, <laughs> this is the first black mark on my record in, like, <laughs> ten years since I got on the fucking force whatever it's called and like <laughs> since i got on the force like he's just gonna like he's gonna this ruin my entire goddamn movie. career saitama like everybody's gonna be able to tell that this guy can just fucking throw cars through walls like of course he did it they're not gonna look bad on me they're gonna be like sorry bud we just stuck you with a shit case you're telling me that saitama wouldn't get upset in a court of law no no he I, would I think not he would. he's he's too socially awkward to do that I think I think this is what would happen. He would get so socially awkward. He would just fly out of there and leave. He would jump out of there and get out of it. He, would, he wouldn't. He would yeah, jump through that, the roof. That wouldn't. That wouldn't impinge on me. Yes, he like, would. He, he would leave, but there's nothing I would be able to do about it. No, he that. wouldn't just leave. But, He'd but, jump straight into the air. The ceiling would break. It would fall on top of you, and you die from yeah, the ceiling falling on you. Yeah, that's the bailiff's fault. That's no. That's, <laughs> yes, it is. That's your client. Because then you would, like that would happen, and then you would look at the judge and then like shrug your shoulders, and be like, uh, recess, and then you'd be like, <laughs> motion denied. The the judge would like like okay, if you bring a fucking defendant into a courtroom, they don't make you the person that has to drag your fucking like client or whatever to their seat. They get the bailiff to drag him, and then you just walk in there like, hey, what's up, dude? And he's like, I spent three days in prison. You're like, cool, let's do this thing. Tommy, like, Tommy, 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 Tommy. But Tommy, do you Tommy. really want to be associated with that? Do you really want that to I've, come up? I'm a criminal that. defense attorney. They just throw cases at me. I've seen many, 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 many episodes of Law & Order SVU. I think I know what I'm talking about <laughs> when I say that the judge would look at you and say, hey, get your client under control like that. And I know, if I know you, Tommy, that would upset you a little. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would just upset a me bit. a little in the just moment. But afterwards, I'd be like, I'd get out of there and be like, did you see that guy's fucking crazy? How do they expect me to do anything? And my boss would be like, yeah, we got it all on video. And then they had that little lady in the corner with the typewriter going, and we have the whole record. The see, stenographer. Here's my yeah, thing. That one. Here's my thing. <laughs> I would 100%, 100% every time take Peter Griffin. And Same. here's why. Because Mm-mm. if I represent Peter Griffin, I know for a fact the episode has to end on a happy note. He's not going to go to jail. Even if he does, it's going to reset in the next episode. I'm fine. Yeah. And also, if I'm in, if I'm representing Sayatama, like, you know what's going to happen? A big fucking monster is going to come through and I'm in, I mean, I could die. He doesn't save everyone. Yeah. I could do, just fucking die because there's a big fucking monster in there. And I don't want to risk that. I'd rather risk getting a little bit, b- bit witty embarrassed because, I don't know, Peter Griffin's just, he's got a little dog that talks. Yeah, he says pee pee wee wee joke, and then I go, haha, nice one, Peter. Exactly. And also, I would rather I would rather take Peter Griffin because the court case is going to take like 
30 seconds tops like <laughs> you're in you're out you're done yeah like well like you go in they've already they obviously already have all the evidence they're not going to go through the entire court case peter's going to make some stupid fucking cutaway gag <laughs> and then it's going to be another scene and i'm not there i'm not I, i'm not a part of this anymore i'm out of the story exactly mm. but if Sai tom is there chances are you're gonna die <laughs> That's i don't know about that like once Sai thomas shows up on the screen he always beats the guy but like he he, he doesn't just like let people die willy nearly like oh well whatever i mean he doesn't just let him but yeah exactly he like if the monster crashed to the wall i'd be like look a monster and he'd be like already there beat the shit out of him in one punch and then everybody in the courtroom would be like wow this guy saved us all why are we even imprisoning him in the first place well peter griffin would do because he murdered thing. someone How? that's why what what are peter griffin's feats peter griffin can okay canonically peter griffin's hung out with death and his friends with death and jesus christ so that's like two celestial level beings that yeah, like owe him fair. solids and shit. Um, do you think he? Do you think he'd pull one to to clear your black mark on your record after he fucks it all up? Because you know he would. Uh, probably. Because I, I mean, you know Peter. He's always so friggin' sorry. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm done with this one. <laughs> we drained it of all goof juice. There. Yeah, you know when we're getting to, oh, I'm so friggin' sorry, Lois. Like, yeah. we're really hitting we're the screen. Right. We can stop saying it now. All right, Marcus, you have another one for us, please? No, nope, friggin' sorry, it. Tim. This is a this is a Tommy time. Oh, this is my time? Tommy's my time to corner. Tommy's got a question for us. Hit it, Tommy. Yeah. So this is a Reddit question <laughs> that comes to us from user Club Lazy, and it is fairly simple. Uh, in a battle of the death, who would win? A man with nothing to lose versus a man with everything to lose. Damn. Um. Man with everything to lose. Man with nothing to lose. What? I might have to go with a man with nothing to lose, Tim. Because a man with everything to lose is determined, sure. He's got a fire in his heart and a wife and a child back at home. And he's got to get through. And a husband. And a husband. This and a mom, a loving, and a dad, and a grandma, and a grandpa. Couple. He's he's got so many things to fight for, but yeah. the man with nothing to lose has no reason to not take risks, to not go overboard, to not do everything he has to to win this fight. If all he has to do is fight because he knows he's been told to and has nothing else to live for, then he's going to give 110% of his being into that fight. The man with everything to lose is a, like... Even if he gets to the end and he knows he's beaten down, he's not going to get back up for that final punch. He's going to look at that locket and be like, baby Sarah, take over. And then he's going to fucking die. No. Man, with, that, man no. with nothing to lose. Man yeah. with nothing to lose goes into a fight strapped to the fucking gills of dynamite as his last ditch resort. And he's yeah, like, dude. I don't know if I'm going to win, but I'm going to take this motherfucker out with me. Yep. No, no. This is what happens. This, was a, this is what happens. Man with nothing to lose. I feel like the media has portrayed people with nothing to lose as being these, like, super, like, determined people. Like, they'll do anything they can to get what they want. Yeah. No, they won't fucking do anything. They have nothing to lose. That means they have nothing. They have no motivation. Why are they doing this? Just over some grudge? No. The man with nothing to lose, this is what would happen. He would go into the ring and he would say, I literally don't know why I'm here. Like, I have no reason to be here. I have no reason to hate you. Why am I doing this? I'm just going to go lie down and die because I have no other purpose in life. And then the man with everything to lose says, hey, man, how about this? I have so much heart. I, I love all these people. These people that I am fighting for. I want you to be one of those people. Oh, I want to. I want to love you because you deserve it. I want to love you like the sunrise, dude. <laughs> I want to love you to the moon and back. I can't back. believe we turned this into a love story. Yeah, dude. Hey, now the man who has nothing to lose has one thing to lose, dude. He's got one thing to lose, dude. He really, he really does. His virginity! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! 
job. Nice. Sorry, that wasn't even a good one. Um, no, yeah, okay, no, 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 you're right. No, we're not going to just blow over that. That wasn't, Marcus. No. Um, Is Peter Griffin still here? Is he still here? Sorry, I channeled Peter Griffin. For Boner wee wee, Marcus. Boner wee wee. Ha ha, it's funny. Boner wee wee. <laughs> I love how now anytime we make a dumbass sexual innuendo or like blatantly sexual joke, more more or less, boner wee wee is the call out phrase. Boner wee wee. Um, boner wee wee indeed. The reason I'm saying that man with nothing to lose takes it is because man with everything to lose is going to be too afraid to fight. Like he's going to be like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to get in there, dude. I could lose too much. Yeah, like what? if he if he fights and he sees that he's getting to the end, like he's going to be like. Like, if I keep fighting, there's not even going to be a point in winning anymore. Yeah, because he already, he already has the spoils, dude. He what? has everything. Well, okay, I think, I think in this context, no. we need to clarify some things. <laughs> someone who just, this is someone who just lost everything no. and now has nothing to lose. No. But this fight, or a man's entire everything he has, is on the line. So this fight is determining whether the man with everything to lose loses it all. See, that's uh, why I think that he would fight, you know? That's because, true. like, he just... Someone who has everything to lose, there's so much determination there. Like, imagine how hard you would fight personally. Like, the life you know right now, currently, if you could fight some, like, in any situation to keep that life. Like, if someone said, you win this fight, or you're, like, on the street for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. I would fight to death. I don't give a fuck. I would fuck somebody up. You're not taking away my shit. No, I feel, <laughs> I feel you, Tim. Yeah, I feel you, Tim. But, like... If I have nothing to lose, dude, it's like, what's even the fucking point, dude? Like, I, there's no reason to not yeah, hold well that. No, what's also, the fucking point? Why would I even fight? Well, no, the the thing is, like, the idea is that it has enraged you. That the the burning fire of losing everything that you had, like, if you, if you came home and everything was destroyed, raised to the ground, completely destroyed, nothing left, right. and all that rage and fury inside you, that's what this man is fighting with. Okay, let me, let, me, let me let me pitch it to you this way, Tim. The guy that the okay, so the man who has nothing to lose, he is fighting the man who took everything away from him. How would that make oh, you? Feel? Okay, uh, that's something completely different. No, right? because he no, has nothing to lose. No, no, that's something completely different. Yeah, if the other guy has everything, he definitely he literally has everything. <laughs> yeah, he has all his stuff, dude. <laughs> Fucking kill him. No, we're not turning that into that. Eat no, the we're rich. not doing that. <laughs> because also, because okay, hold on a second. If he has nothing to lose, that means. He has no chance to get his shit back. Yeah, yeah, but he has a chance to start over. So, he like, has a so you're telling to keep me to keep going? No, because he has nothing to lose. Yeah, me, but if you're telling can't. me if somebody came in, killed all your friends, your family, wow, this is really dark, and then like took all your stuff, uh, and then was just like, see you later, loser. You'd be like, oh, nuts. And okay, then just like, get over it. Here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> so it's one thing if this dude came and stole all my stuff, right? Yeah, we're saying that's what happened now. No, but, like, now you're bringing in, like, my friends and family, man. You can't do that. He has nothing to lose, Tim. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that, like, this dude killed my family. Him having everything does not revolve around him having killed my okay, friends. Okay, the corpses of your family. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. He didn't kill your family, but he did adopt all of them. <laughs> and they all disowned you because they were like, wow, this Tim is so much better. He has everything. It's Shadow Tim. <laughs> Yeah. Shadow Tim that has everything that you could ever want. Why would I hate him? I hate my family and friends. I'd be like, <laughs> fuck you guys. All right, well, that's the end of Versus Extreme. It's now just Versus Extreme Marcus and Tommy because apparently Tim hates all his friends. No, <laughs> only if someone came in, you guys decided, oh, no, we like this new Tim better. Fuck you, old Tim. No. Well, coincidentally, we are starting up a new podcast with Shadow Tim. <laughs>
He's a pretty cool guy. Fuck <laughs> off. Like, I'm done like with this one. I'm done with this life. one. How are we right, supposed right. to contend with that? I'm done with this one, guys. You're making me sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. I'm gonna cry. Bum-bum-bum. Bum ba da 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 dum bum ba dum bum ba 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 dum bum bum ba da 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 dum bum ba dum bum bum ba ba dum. This is when it counts. It gets shittier every time. Now we're done. Uh, so this is when it counts, and then when it counts, it's a versus battle. Um, uh, that you have a good person who's good at something and a person who's bad at the same thing, and we make them fight. Rational man with a shotgun. Right. Versus the crystal gems. How does Rational Man with a Shotgun defeat the Crystal Gems when it counts? Have okay. we had Rational Man with a Shotgun <laughs> on the podcast before? I think we've spoken briefly about Rational Man with a Shotgun. We have spoken. It was in a... Is uh, that in a Florida Man? I think it was. Yes, it was in a Florida Man. Florida okay. Man with the dude with the dog named Gator. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, rational Man with a Shotgun is back. Um, better than ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I do say as so myself. As rational as ever. Right. Yes. <laughs> and Just shotgun. as clear-headed. Right. <laughs> oh, so clear-headed. Now, however, there is absolutely zero way the rational man with a shotgun could take on the crystal gems. Well, there is one way. Is there? Well, okay. yes. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure <laughs> there is one. What uh, I think the like one of the clarifying things to this is um, what is the like scenario? Like, where are they, and what is the? We're in Beach City. Ah, the crystal gems uh, have. Let's see. Okay, crystal gems are doing their usual thing, right? Like right. just like saving, saving the world, whatever. No biggie. Right. right but this right. is one of those classic mix-em-ups where the town people think that the crystal gems are evil, mm. and oh, so rational God. man with a shotgun leads the charge, goes in solo, and tries to fight them. Okay. Uh, on the beach. Mm. And uh, to clarify, uh, the crystal gems, uh, just the original three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so garnet, amethyst, and pearl. Okay, that gotcha. makes it better because if they had Steven, they no one could do anything. No, yeah, Steven, yeah. Steven would be like friendship. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um. All right. So, clarifying that I haven't watched Steven Universe, the bit of me Damn. not knowing anything about pop culture just gets funnier and funnier <laughs> the more bits we do. Um, so, having not watched Steven Universe, or, like, only consuming content about Steven Universe tangentially, I would say that Pearl probably... I think he could probably take down Pearl pretty easy because... Crystal gems, weak points are the gems, right? Like, you right. shatter a gem, the gem's dead. Okay. Right. I think the, like, if I was a dude and I saw people running at me, if I have a shotgun, probably going for either center of mass or a headshot. Right. If Pearl's gem's in her head, Wells Bull's gonna hit it. See, okay, I see, what, I see where you're going with this. Now, my thing on this is that... I don't think Pearl would rush in so easily. I think the first one to rush in would be either Amethyst. It would be Amethyst, for sure. Okay. And Amethyst would run in. I think Amethyst would get taken down. I think Amethyst would get poofed. Yeah, I think Amethyst could probably get poofed because he would go for center of mass and one of his bullets would hit the gym. But she wouldn't, like, die. No, no, but, like, that would probably be like, oh, fuck, this guy's just got a shotgun. (laughs) Like, I don't think... Because gyms have, like, insane durability feats. I don't know if, like, a single shotgun blast will break yeah. their gym. Yeah, it yeah, may yeah. poof them if they're not expecting it. I think it would poof Could them. Could you clarify the difference, please? Yes. So poofing is whenever their physical form vanishes, mm. but their gym remains. And so oh. inside the inside their gym is like where their consciousness is, and so yeah. they can reform their body later. Right. Mm. Like it's kind of like a refractory period. And the gotcha. gym is very, very durable. Like yeah. they Like more so than like Earth gyms. Typically. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, like the times when gems would get just shattered is when it would be like point blank range from like this crazy mechanical device that could like 
Yeah, like in one episode, they have like a hydraulic press that they use to like shatter gems. Gotcha. Yeah. And so um, it's like that type of thing it takes to shatter a gem. Okay, and uh, two more questions. Would Rational Man with a Shotgun have ever seen the Crystal Gems do anything before? Yes, he's a citizen of Beach City. Cool. He knows most of their feats. And? It's Mayor Dewey. Final, <laughs> fi- final thing is, is the only thing that Rational Man with a Shotgun capable of is shooting his shotgun? Yeah, but he's very good at it, and very exceptionally rational. level-headed. Yes. Okay. It's, it's very but like, right, Okay, so he's just not capable of anything other than shooting his shotgun? Throw well, it out there and we'll talk about okay. it. Okay, I was going to say that the moment he sees the three crystal gems running at him, he goes and gets a truck and tries to run them over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that he would actually stand a better chance with a shotgun than a truck. For sure. Because Garnet, just... Garnet can fucking lift a million billion pounds. Yeah, like she could just okay. lift up the truck and throw it in the ocean. And so can Amethyst. Pearl probably can too, but she's too sophisticated to do that. Yeah, exactly. I think right. that what would happen, I think this is the scenario that would happen, is that Amethyst would rush in, get Pop, they'd be like, whoa, shotgun boy, Garnet might rush in, take a couple hits, she'd be fine, and then she'd be like, Pearl, we have to do this. Oh shit, that was a pretty good Garnet, dude. Dude, thanks. That was my first good impression on yeah. this show yeah, ever. Yeah. Oh fuck, now we have to do Garnet impressions. Oh, I'll do Garnet impressions. Uh, Tom, you're first. Mm-hmm, yep. I don't know it. <laughs> nope, you're first. No, She's, Marcus. Uh, British. Yeah. You know what Estelle sounds like? No. You know that one song with Kanye West? This is gonna be mine. So that uh, American boy, it's Estelle and Kanye West, and she's like, "Take me to the city once it falls away." So she sounds like that. Uh, yeah, but not that high pitched unless she's singing. Yeah. Pearl, so, we have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I got goosebumps. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> okay, Marcus. You Probably go. gotta do this. Gotta go to LA. <laughs> Marcus, go. I already did mine. I did the song. No, that, no, doesn't, that count. doesn't count. That doesn't okay, count. Because you're not being Garnet. You're All right, fine, fine. I'm going to put on my, my, best, my, my best British accent for uh-huh. Garnet. No, best Garnet. Yeah, that's what I said. Come on, Stephen. We, <laughs> we ought to, to beat the, at the gyms. Fuck off. Hell. What you do? What you? What you got me knickers for? <laughs> it's a bit chilly, isn't it? All right, Marcus, you still have not convinced me how a rational man with a shotgun can take on the crystal gems. Okay. Fine. Here's how it. Go- here's how it happens. Rational mm-hmm. man with a shotgun. Uh, I'm gonna backpedal a little bit um, and say he doesn't necessarily have to rush in. Like he doesn't have to go solo mission. I think rational man with a shotgun um, raids a military base. Oh my god. Gets nuclear launch codes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Rational man with a... There's a lot of steps in between here. <laughs> like, how does he get into the nuclear base? How does he convince them, like, hey, I'm being hunted by three gym aliens from the the, the gym dimension that makes gyms that can fight people. And then they're like, okay, give him the nuclear launch codes. Like, does he become president? Like, What? Okay, There's okay. no way any rational man would try to sneak into a military base, okay? I didn't say sneak. I said raid. <laughs> <laughs> rational man with a shotgun goes to Shadow Moses Island. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Wipe th- wipe all that. Rational man with a shotgun. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is it, this is it, this is it. This okay, is it. okay, okay. Rational man with a shotgun does go on a solo mission. However, he okay. knows their feats very well. Right. He, he has to. for like weeks, maybe months at a time, scopes out. All of the temple, the the gym temple where they sleep and rest Ooh, and are. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he finds their structural weak points in the temple 
and fucking shoots it away with a shotgun. I and think makes the thing fucking crumble. I don't know how much that would work. It seems pretty strong, but I think what he would have to do, he'd have to get the jump on him, right? Yeah. So if he watched them for weeks, he would know where they're going to be when. He knows, okay, at this point, Amethyst is going to walk to the fridge. Ooh, but Pearl yeah. and Garnet, they're not going to be out here. So now I kill Amethyst, take <laughs> her gem. Fucking hitman level. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then as soon as he sees Pearl, sneaks up behind her, gets her too. Garnet's going to take a few shots, but she's going to go down. Yeah. I think he would have to be super sneaky about it. He'd have to wait for a long ass. He'd have to fucking camp the shit out of him. Yeah. Okay. Fucking campers. Fucking campers. Fucking <laughs> All right. So so uh, we're saying that the the rational man with the shotgun could beat the Crystal Gems by including, by uh, exploiting the most hated Call of Duty strategy of all time. Uh, yes, that's how he does it when it counts. Okay, cool. <laughs> he camps the corner. Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, that's all he does. He just sits next to the fridge, and every time they go to get food, he just pops out and shoots them. Yep. They're like, where are all these gyms on the floor? Huh? And he pops out and shoots them in the head. Yep, that's how he does it. There it right. is. Uh, Alrighty, guys, I got another one for you. Wait on me. Um, this one comes from, this is a submission from at Case of Spades 32 on Twitter. Fuck, I love this one. Go ahead and read it to him. Thanks, at Case of Spades 32. Okay, this one is Light Yagami from Death Note versus Megan from Drake and Josh, who also has a Death Note. And who could find out and kill the other first without being found out themselves? Okay, y'all mind if I look up Light Yagami? Real quick, because I have don't know anything what? about him. Wait, have you not seen Death Note? Okay, you guys want to know something horrible and terrible and awful and bad? Yes. The only thing I've seen about Death Note is the live-action movie. <laughs> oh, no! Get out of my house. Get out of my house. You don't know, you don't know <laughs> Listen, like Yagi. Nobody takes babies and is like, here's your pop culture lesson of the day and does that for 12 years or 22 years or whatever. <laughs> so I'm just a fucking stunted child when it comes to learning about literally anything. All you know is about the Naked Brothers band, dude, because fucking Light Turner is played by Nat Wolf. Right. Oh, my God. Who was in the Naked Brothers band. He's, he's the Naked Brother. <laughs> Yeah, I thought Death Note was really weird when there was the guy that was naked the whole time. In it. <laughs> and he kept talking about his brother. I don't know. <laughs> his other brother. Anime's weird. So while Tommy gets himself associated with Light Yagami. Right. This guy looks like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, this guy, he's the smartest guy in the fucking world, man. Second smartest. Uh, Take it back. Should we include a Death Note spoilers for this? Yeah, Death Note spoilers for sure. Tommy Death Note spoilers. Okay, well. Are you sure? Are you cool with that? Good thing I'm spoiler immune. At the end of this, at the end of every episode, they do just take my brain and they like scrub, scrub it. it with scrubbing bubbles yeah. and then pop it back in. Good That's back. true. That's um, true. <laughs> yeah. So for sure, for this goof. Uh, Wait, hold on a second. How'd you remember that? I said at the end of the episode, Tim, weren't you listening? <clears throat> just please edit out those burps. Uh, please. You can't. Yeah, please edit out those talking. burps. Light Yagami. <laughs> I think, I think Megan takes it. Like Megan has super secret technology hidden all throughout her room. That she installed without her parents knowing. But also Light did that. Uh, I, Light doesn't have any super secret technology. Yeah, dude. he doesn't have a, a supercomputer, does he? I mean, he has he has like a, a god that helps him, right? No, yeah. the god doesn't even help him. Yeah, oh. no, he just kind of like hangs around. and laughs He just hangs around and asks him about fucking Human apples stuff. or whatever, See, right? Yeah. That's a scene. But, but here's the thing. What Light might lack in technology, he makes up for in his superhuman intelligence. Megan like, also has superhuman intelligence. Though. Okay, she's all right. But, you know, she's like 12, okay? Yeah, Light's like 17. Yeah, exactly. That's, 17 is like prime age to develop genius. 
Like, Megan's five years behind. What I'm saying is the most impressive thing that Light Turner ever made was the fucking Death Note trap in his drawer versus Megan, who has a supercomputer hidden underneath her, like, beanbag chair. What? That, like, folds out and shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, but also, how would that help her out? What would she do with that? Well, I'm, well, I'm just using that as an example of, like, their intellectual feats, you know? Like, I think that Megan... Me saying that Megan installed all of this shit without her parents knowing, I think that's indicative of, like, how much she can get away with right. without people figuring out she has the death note. I think that Megan is a little bit too abrasive. You feel like... I feel like Light Yagami is so good at putting up a front of being, like, you know, the good kid. Mm-hmm. And Megan is just... She kind of is to an extent, but she lets too many people in on the fact that she's not. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, but I think, so, like, all you have to know is, like, their face and their name and write their name in the book, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, like, I think, like, based on what my fucking 15 seconds of Googling here, um, Light seems to be really smart, but all of his intelligence is focused in, like psychological manipulation and like right right like melding people into like what he wants so that he can get the things he wants whereas megan seems to be geared towards like typical like super science like uh, i built a computer out of three pieces of twine and my fucking pencils in my backpack like yeah um so like i think they could use their strengths in different ways light's obviously going to know that some like i mean assuming this that they know this they're going to he's going to know that somebody out there's got a death note so he's going to start like trying to like analyze patterns of people dying outside of the people he's already killing and like try and figure out like who the hell has a death note that could possibly be connected to all these murders and like start trying to like work back that way and like megan's just gonna like like assuming that she's like smart enough to like hack into like databases and stuff she's just gonna like start hacking into databases to chart to like find people and be like oh you seem like a dipshit and just start like looking through all their history and be like eh you're fine like she could just like comb through his internet history and be like Whoa, yeah, but look she, at this guy. There are like how many billions of people on the planet? I don't think she would. She wouldn't have the know-how to know how to narrow that down. You know, you know what I think would what this would be. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this I think. Fuck, dude, this is such a good one. So I think that Megan would be able to uh, build a program, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That uh, that searches through like Facebook, Twitter, all the social networking sites, right, and looks for like trends. So mm-hmm. like. Um, like, in Death Note, they call, like, the person with the Death Note Kira. So, like, looks for, like, hashtag Kira and stuff like that. And, like, see who, like, mentions them the most, see who's connected to each other through that. Mm. And then, like, the most likely culprit. And then just, like, comb- combs through all of them. Like Tommy was saying. But I think that Light does have the leg up on Megan in one department. And that's that he is hyper aware of leaving no trail. Like, yeah, exactly. There's the there's no way that he would like look up. Uh, there's no way that he would let his internet history be incriminating. That's fair. Yeah, and I can't believe is, that Megan just gets light because he posts on Facebook that he found the death note. <laughs> yeah, and like <laughs> Megan is the, Megan's the type of person where she would tell someone she has the death note, and then she would tell them, "But I don't care if I tell you because no one's gonna believe you." She would tell Drake and Josh. She would. Oh shit! And she would, would tell tra- Drake and Josh, and then all it would take for for Light to find them is to just find the school where Drake and Josh are like not necessarily knowing that it's Drake and Josh, but just like he would just stumble upon like some people and he'd be like, "Hey, were you talking to Drake the other day? I heard his sister has a book that could fucking kill people." And Light would be like, "Well, that's noted." And then like yeah. fucking yeah, like, just go and hang around the the 
The Drake and Josh house. She leaves too Bellevue many traces, high, dude. That was the name of the high school. Oh, yeah. I didn't look that up, just so you guys know. I just know that's Bellevue High. Yeah. Because my noggin's large. Um, <laughs> yeah, oof. yeah. I think Light's going to take it, actually. Megan, mm. I think that Megan is probably... She's right up there, though. I think that Light takes it, like, 5.5 times out of 10. That's fair. 8 out of 10, for sure. I think, like, I think Megan I'll could never find seven. Light. She could never do it. She just couldn't. I think she could, dude. Yeah, I think I, th- I don't think you're giving Megan enough credit. I think I, I just think that we haven't seen enough of Megan. Yeah, her, to know her potential. Her, it seems like her genius is untapped. Yeah, and so when given a a directive, it could finally be unleashed upon the world in the terrible, awesome monstrosity that it is, Megan. I feel like I've seen enough yeah. of Megan from watching iCarly to know what she's capable of. Okay, that's not you. the same. Uh, that's All not right. the same. Uh, <laughs> All right. Make me laugh, Tommy. Okay. Enough enough of the serious stuff. Enough of talking about Megan. All right. So, um, I want you to go on a mind journey with me. I'm there already. Okay. You're in Walmart. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Get me out of here. <laughs> You're in Walmart. <laughs> I'm anxious. Uh, you've uh, you've <laughs> gone past the, the pasta and Mexican food aisle. Okay. You've gone past the baking aisle. Yes. And you finally descended upon your favorite aisle in the whole world, the cereal aisle. My favorite aisle is the bread aisle. Your favorite aisle is the cereal aisle for the purposes of this demonstration, Timothy. Are we clear? Damn, you gotta use my Christian name like I do. That. <laughs> I gotta use your cereal name. name like that, dude. Fuck. I'm cereal about this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Are you talking about cereal, dude? Maybe. But you go down the cereal aisle, and as you're trying to contemplate whether you want some pops... Or you want some Count Chocula or whatever, some special K, um, the aisle starts to shake. I want the honey ground is thundering. I want honey bunches. You hear of the oats. thousand rattles of death as the cereal around you starts to shake and erupt into different strange forms. Fuck. And out of this chaos emerge four figures. Tricks Rabbit, Captain, Captain Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerio B, aka Buzz B, as named by a fifth grader, and Lucky Lucky Charms. Who wins in a battle to the death? Fuck. Captain Crunch. No. Yes. Wait. No. Yes. Does no. Tricks have a cereal? I'm pretty sure they have a cereal, yeah. right? Okay, cool. That's yes. what I thought. What? Yeah. They, I, they I, I just remember a lot of the yogurt commercials. Silly Bompy. Tricks is a cereal. <laughs> so, uh, Captain Crunch takes it. Tricks Rabbit never gets a cereal. Lucky, the Lucky Charms guy always gets a cereal. Uh, Honey Nut Cheerio B Buzz B. Cures people's heart disease. These are the most powerful feats that they contain. However, Captain Captain Crunch can crunchitize people. No, no, listen, listen. Do you know Lucky Lucky Charms feats? He's he magical. He's magical. Yeah. All of his fucking charms has different powers. No, the cereal is magically delicious. He can fucking fly. What is shit? What shit are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he has the cereal. Yeah, and, and I'm assuming. They're in the cereal aisle. But what are you talking about? I, I will also contest you, Marcus, in that... Captain Crunch's crunchitization must be consensual because every single time ah, fuck. they say, crunchitize me, Captain, and then fuck. he crunchitizes them. Ah, shit. Well, <laughs> I, I always thought it was kind of like a beam me up Scotty, you know, like just kind of like, hey, I'm ready for this whenever you are. <laughs> but I think that he could do it like regardless, you know, like oh. they're more or less like asking like, hey, Captain, could you could you pretty please crunchitize me? Could you please crunchitize me, Captain? Would you consider crunchitizing me? <laughs> See, but the thing is, we've never Captain seen... Captain Crunch me up. <laughs> <laughs> but we've never seen Captain Captain Crunch crunchitize someone who has not asked for it. Yeah. Did you guys not see the, the <laughs> this Christmas special? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do tell. No, 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 no. The creator said that wasn't canon. It no. was a spinoff. 
I don't think you remember the first episode of Versus Extreme Tim where we say we don't care about canon or facts or anything. We're just here to talk about the shit we remember. In the Christmas special, the Grinch came down from his mountain, stole all of the Who's Christmas goodies. Cereal. Cereal. Thank you, Tommy. It's been a while since I've seen it. And Santa was like, fuck, (laughs) I'm dying. (laughs) Captain, do me this one last favor. And he said, Anything for you, Santa Claus. And then he said, Grudgeitize that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And so Captain Captain Crunch sails all the way to Whoville. 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 He goes all the way to Whoville. He goes all the way to Whoville on his boat. And then he crunchitizes that some bitch. (laughs) Damn, I didn't know Captain Crunch was so ruthless. Yeah, dude, he points his finger like Frieza does in DBZ and he says, Perish. <laughs> and it's a tizer, eh? Do it. And then he kills the Grinch and eats him. God. No, listen. Here's what would happen. Here's what would happen. Captain Crunch going up against Lucky Lucky Charms. Now, I automatically think Trix Rabbit is out of the occasion. The occasion? Yeah. Out of the action. Because Trix Rabbit immediately, since they're on the cereal aisle, goes for their own cereal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They're yeah. looking for the cereal. Mm-hmm. That's all they want. Uh, Honey Nut Cheerio Bee, Buzz Bee. Uh, I think they're like. I don't, I don't know how much they're committed to that because they like they're going to be in a cameo for B movie two later, so oh, they yeah. gotta like keep the face nice. <laughs> I, and yeah, I think we all need to remember that according to all laws of all known laws of aviation, a bee should not be able to fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think Lucky Lucky Charms. I think all he would have to do get on that green Lucky Charm, fly around, can't be zapped by Captain Crunch. Going come too up fast. behind him, going too fast. Come up behind him. And, uh, knock his fucking head into the fucking ground. Captain Crunch is fucking dead. Also, all he would have to do is take off Captain Crunch's hat. Okay. Everyone knows the power stored in the hat. Can I throw this at you? Please do. Lucky, the Lucky Charms elf. Mm Mm-hmm. Leprechaun. Fuck. Leprechaun. He's a leprechaun. He's a leprechaun. He's a leprechaun. Yeah. Captain Crunch, from Captain Crunch, is a captain in some military. He has military training. (laughs) Expertise. He could be a pirate. Fuck. Well, okay. He has martial expertise. Okay. Are you saying Captain Crunch has a gun? Yes. <laughs> See, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because you know leprechauns have magical proficiency. So, which is more important? Martial training or magical proficiency? Who would you rather go up against? Some dude who has, like, a stupid black belt? Or someone who can shoot fucking fireballs from their hands? Fireballs. However, Binky, let me throw this at you. Would you rather go up against a guy who can shoot fireballs from his hands, or a guy who has a big gun? Uh, the guy who has a big gun. I can dodge the gun. You can't dodge a fireball. Alright, no, alright, alright. All right. I think this fight has gone on long enough for me to tell you who the true winner is. Okay. Okay. Um, and you guys just shat on him from the beginning. <laughs> What is Trix Rabbit? What are you talking about? Okay, I don't think I don't think you guys have a very clear recollection of any commercials ever made about Trix cereal, but I will have you know, Trix cereal is one of the most powerful addictive substances known to man, as can be seen by the Trix Rabbit's addiction and the way all kids behave when they're around it. When they sniff it, their eyes go crazy and they have to have it. Like if it's if it's removed from them, they will do anything in their power to get it back. So 
Holy what shit. happens is Trix Rabbit immediately runs to get his cereal, and then he turns and sees all three of these motherfuckers staring him down. And instead of eating it, he just opens the box, and they all get a whiff of the Trix cereal, and they get addicted. And so then it becomes them chasing down the Trix Rabbit, and the Trix Rabbit just has to run to the gun section and grab a fucking shotgun and then blow their heads off. Also, uh, if the Trix Rabbit, if the okay, hypothetically, imagine the Trix Rabbit is on the opposite side of the aisle, mm-hmm. and his cereal is behind the three of them. Trix Rabbit, will, okay, I'm totally on Trix Rabbit's yeah, side dude, now. Trix Rabbit can use this like super powerful addictive stuff. So he can be like the honeybee. He's got more tricks, and the other two will turn on him and eat him alive. Oh my Fuck, god. Dude. You have to be some kind of special fucked up to eat a bee. Yeah, you really <laughs> do. Really, be. dude. You do bee. Fuck. Oh shit! It really uh, do be like that sometimes. Be like that. <laughs> Tommy, give us a Reddit. Yeah, I got one. This Reddit question comes to us by user deleted, and it's pretty straightforward. Assuming Breath of the Wild, Age, Legend of Zelda, a civil war breaks out between the Hylians, the Gerudo, the Zora, the Rito, the Gorons, and the Sheikah. I said that weird. The Sheikah. Whatever. Their Breath of the Wild counterparts will be used, except Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf will lead the Gerudo. The battle will p- take place in Hyrule Field, which is a fairly open expanse. The battle will be won once every other race except one can no longer fight, blah, blah, blah. Everybody, basically everybody has like all of their divine beasts and their champions and their champions are fighting for their own race, but they don't have like fucking, oh yeah, no, they just have everything. So yeah, who wins? So I know absolutely jack dick about the Legend of Zelda universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Breath of the Wild. However... I paid no attention to the story. I skipped almost every single scene. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't talk to anyone the entire game. time. Wow. What did you do? I collected everything. Uh-huh. Because that's what you do in games. You just collect stuff. Tim, have you ever heard of Banjo-Kazooie? I've never heard of Banjo. I've, I've, heard, I've heard of it, yes. I've never played it. Tim, think, you would I think that's a game that you would fucking fall in love with. Especially if you like collecting shit. Yeah, that's like, that's all that game is. That's just like those, it's those little bits of dopamine running right into your brain all day long. Dude, I love little bits of dopamine. Me too. <laughs> I haven't so, seen one in 40 years, but I do love them. Oh my them. god. Binky, you remember the Gorons, right? The fellas what live in the volcano? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they would win, right? Uh, wait, what are the other guys? <laughs> uh, the other guys are the bird dudes, the fish dudes, bird dudes uh, the, regular, ass. the regular fish human dudes people, uh, and the people that are ninjas. What oh, and the people that live in the desert. Desert people win. Wait, oh, yeah? that's the All Lady City? Yeah. yeah. They're going to fuck everyone up. They're going to fucking murder everyone. They, oh, fuck. It is a highly trained warrior they, civilization. Yeah, a they, highly trained, highly trained warrior, warrior civilization. civilization being led by Ganondorf with the Triforce of Power. Yep. Fuck. And, and the camel. What? They have the, the camel beast, the divine oh, beast. Oh, yeah, they do have the camel divine beast. Uh, what was that one's power? I think that one was electricity, right? Yeah, it was. That one oh, was I thought that like, was the flying one. No, or? that's. No, that one, that's like a Rivali's gust, so like you fly up. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the right. bird people one. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, dude. I think Gerudo take it pretty easily, actually. Yeah, I think they... Okay, so, like, pitting the Gerudo against the others, um, I think that they would definitely take out the Hylians, because the Hylians are just farmers. Yeah. They're kind of, like, dispersed. They don't have any, like, core. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the only thing they have going for them is Link. Yeah, they have Link, which is a pretty formidable thing, but, like, Link gets his ass kicked by all the Gerudo ladies until he can get the right clothes to go in the city, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've only played, like, so much of Breath of the Wild because I don't own a Switch, so, like, I get the same amount in every single time I played it. So ask me anything about, like, the first, like, like, 20 minutes of Breath of the Wild, I could (laughs) fucking write you a fucking sonnet about that shit. Nothing else. Nothing else in that game. Nothing. But I think, like, I think their biggest 
threat would be the Gorons due to their sheer strength. Yeah. And their, like, incredible durability. But, like, I don't know. Like, the the Gerudo are just, like, they're so tactics-oriented mm-hmm. that I think that their tactics would outdo the the Gorons' sheer strength. I think so, too. Because, like, the Gorons are actually pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'd be like, we got good rocks in the desert. And they'd be like, fuck. And then they'd leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just walk away. And the Gerudo are also, like, superhumanly strong, too. So it's like, it doesn't, like, completely negate the durability of the Gorons. But, like, yeah, I mean, shit, dude. wasn't there this one part in the game where, like, you were firing the Gorons out of, like, cannons or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, they're, like, stupid durable. Yeah, yeah. they're incredibly durable. I'm not trying to, like, get off my horse just because you guys joined it, but let's not knock the Gorons. Yeah, guys. no, no, well, they're I mean, like, incredibly Yeah, strong. no, yeah, I think that Gorons come a very close second, but the mm-hmm. Gerudos have bombs and aren't dumb. Yeah. You're true. Yeah. You're very true. And are being led by Ganon. I think. Ganondorf. Yeah. With... The fucking camel divine beast. And the Goron's divine beast is like the lizard who lives in the volcano and doesn't do shit. Yeah, that one sucks. Yeah. yeah. I think I think second place goes to Goron's. I, I think, think so you're too, right, yeah. Marcus. What about third place? Third I think, place? I was going to say third place goes to the Sheikah. Really? Because Sheikah, they're, yeah. they're, they're highly trained ninjas. Um, They've got like Impa. They've got um, like... Uh, Wait, aren't those the bird people? No, no, the bird people are the uh, Rito. Rio. I think the um, I think the Hylians come in last. I think so too. The Rito come above them, and then the Zora come above them. I think the Rito come in last, honestly, because I think the Rito would just fly away. They'd be like, "Fuck this shit, guys. Let's go live in the clouds." I think. <laughs> I think. Okay, so for me, it goes uh, from top to bottom: Gerudo, Gorons, Shika, Rita, Zoro, Hylians. I think the Zoro Zora could beat the Rito just because those Zoras are like they still have like 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 you can see from Sidon they can get fucking jacked yeah and they like That's true, like yeah. Sidon's a pretty capable fighter Wait, by who's itself. the Zora the they're the people who live in the water yeah the fish fish oh, okay. and they've got the um the elephant divine beast yeah and um to top all that off uh like their champion is an expert healer so they could just have Sidon on the front lines and have her like healing him the whole time so they've got this like master spearman like leading his whole army and anytime he takes damage she's just like you're healed i mean i feel that but also like the rito have so much more mobility over them they and do. they're all sharpshooters oh fuck yeah oh yeah that is so <laughs> That's true right they like, do have those bows and arrows and like a rite of passage for them is like just fucking up an arrow range like mm. like a firing range, they just fucking go ham. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like, when you really think about it, I'm pretty sure a bird takes a fish every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think but we're But what if it's a really big fish? A real big fish what versus if it's... a bird. Bonus round. Real big fish versus bird. So the band, real big fish. Right. Yes. No, here's the thing. Versus the eagles. Even oh no! Even the biggest birds you can think of cannot take the biggest fish. No, That's no, 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 no. We're over that now. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the band Real Big Fish. Real Big Fish versus the band The Eagles. I think the band Real Fish. I think they're younger. Those aren't even real bands. You're just making up names at this point. What Tim, the fuck? have you never heard of The Eagles? Who the fuck is that? Oh my god! I think this beats me. Yeah. Tim, the Eagles is like a classic rock band. Like they're like the American Beatles. Stop looking up something. I'm not gonna. No, I don't. No, <laughs> no, I don't. No, uh, no. Hotel California. That wasn't by them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Fuck. I just felt like saying it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I have a question for you guys. Do you now? Wait. Fuck. Uh, they did. They did do what? Hotel California. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's just do this. The biggest fish you can imagine versus the biggest bird you can imagine. Biggest fish. Biggest, biggest fish, yeah. But what if the biggest bird you can imagine is a pterodactyl? That's not a bird. But what if the biggest, (laughs) what if the biggest 
fish you can imagine is a blue whale. What if the biggest fish you can imagine is Jabu Jabu from The Legends of the Ocarina of Time? What if the biggest fish you can imagine is the size of the galaxy? Whoa. What if the biggest, <laughs> what if the biggest fish you can imagine is in our hearts all along? That's the one. That's My the heart's one. not bigger than the galaxy. Fuck, this is a shitty bonus round. <laughs> uh, all right, last question. Uh, yeah, uh, this one comes from at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thanks, at Bad Disco Duck. Um, we love you. We really do, honestly. You're great. Um, and it is, uh, FedEx versus UPS versus USPS. They all show up at the same house at the same time. Who could win in a fight and deliver their package first? I don't have a dog in this fight. However, I just want to make one thing known. Okay. USPS doesn't win. I don't give a shit if FedEx wins. I don't give a shit if U- if UPS wait, wins. Wait, why are you... But USPS, aren't they Have like the... Have you ever done anything related to mail, Tim? Have you ever encountered the horrible, awful black hole of mail that is the USPS? No. U- US- USPS also has a weight limit on their shit and, like, charges you more for shit. And, like, FedEx and UPS, they're going to be tossing around heavy packages all day long. USPS is just like, I got your dinky little envelope. Yeah. The, 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 like, they all, like, are fucking fighting. And then, like, finally, the USPS guy gets to your door first. You walk up, you open it, and you're like, get the fuck off my porch. All right. I, uh, I've said my piece. I'm going to go take a shit while you guys talk about this. Uh, this isn't a goof. I'm leaving the room. Okay, um, I'm back. Oh, yeah. Marcus was just talking about his, uh, his dog in the fight. Yeah. Oh, hold on, Marcus. Marcus, who's your dog in the fight? I don't have one. That's what I said. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure you just said, I have a dog in this fight, but I'm going to go take a shit. Yeah, Marcus is back from the shitter now. I already so said tell that. us about your dog, Marcus. I, uh, USPS is bad, is what I no, said. No, this is that what is would true. happen. This is what would happen. USPS walks up to your house, sees your dog, runs away. Damn. It's left up for That's FedEx That's your dog in the fight, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Scout? Yeah. Yeah, Scout fucking hates USPS. <laughs> yeah. Good. You trained your dog well. Yeah. That's actually completely not true. I met one of the USPS workers, and Scout loves her. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. Scout does love everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, I think UPS takes it. They have the biggest van. They do have the biggest they van. They do. Yep, that's the one. Bigger they is better. They got a big old shield on there. They could take off and use to deflect from blows from yeah. the FedEx person. Just exactly. The FedEx person has an arrow. It's hidden in between the E and yeah. the X. So what can FedEx do? They can fire <laughs> their... No, I have. Okay. You're right. Yeah, all FedEx would do is they would get their bow and arrow that they keep in the back of the truck mm-hmm. and they for, would just start firing such it. As this. Yeah. Wait, hold on a second because if FedEx has a bow and arrow, I think... The USPS gets an eagle, the UPS gets a shield and the FedEx gets an arrow. Bow and arrow. UPS still takes it. Yeah. Wait, UPS takes it? Yeah, because yeah. they got the shield. They got what, the shield. And the bow and arrow ain't gonna do nothing against dinky... Nope, dinky bow and arrow's gonna do anything against shield. What can the, and, what, and an what, eagle can't do nothing against the shield. It's an eagle. What can the shield do? No, listen. So if someone has a shield... You bonk them! This is what I'm thinking. If someone has a shield, I would imagine they're pretty slow, right? You know, they're strong. They have got to hold up this big old shield. But with arrow, they got to be stiff. They got to be limble. They got to be nimble. Nimble. Limble. They got to be a little limble, right? So all they got to do is run behind the person with the shield, drop off the package, and they win. No, this is a fight to the death. Who can win in a fight and deliver their package? All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I I think shield boy bonks both of them. I think so, too. I don't think... the front door. How about this? What if we say that all of them have to be carrying the package while they're fighting? Ooh. I do not think you can carry a shield one-handed oh, and still be that's effective. Good. I don't think, I think any. I don't think any postman worth their salt would leave the package behind. Exactly. They, I think... There's I, so much... 
potential for that to get tampered with. Now, there's yeah. one-handed shields, Binky, but there's not one-handed bow and, bow and arrows. Uh, You hold the bow and the package in the same hand. It could be a crossbow, Marcus. Yeah. It could be a crossbow, it's but a then crossbow. you have to reload a bolt once your first one inevitably misses. You get one shot. Yeah, one shot, one kill. That's all you need. UPS, dude. I'm taking <laughs> UPS again. <laughs> That's fair. No, FedEx is going to well, take the, it. Well, the USPS does have an eagle. No, USPS is a bunch of pee-pee babies. We've already discussed it before okay, I took my fair. big stance. I just wanted to give them a little bit of a fighting no, chance. Okay. No, none. That's the, I said, that was my one condition. Okay. Fuck you, USPS. Whoa, hold on a second. We don't have to go that far. Not the people who work for them, just the company. Okay, that's fair. I can agree to that. Uh, the Federal Institution of the United States Postal Service. Do we have anything else? Is, that, is this all? No, that, no, yes, no, no, no. You guys can't just skip over FedEx like this. I'm not. No, you can't just brush it off what and FedEx pretend like you won. What has FedEx ever done for you, Tim? Yeah. They deliver like half my packages. And the other half were delivered by UPS. No, On a fu- much no. more timely listen, scale. Listen, here's... <laughs> no, they don't. UPS, they're always late for my shit. Anytime I have a FedEx delivery, I'm like, I know it's going to be there on time. If it's UPS, I'm just like, who knows what it's going to get here. So, Tim... They wouldn't even get to the fight on time. Your most recent package. Yes. Who delivered it? FedEx. Okay, I'm going FedEx then. Tim just got a bunch of new computer parts in the mail, and boy, they look slick. I'm taking FedEx. Yeah, FedEx takes it. That's hard to argue with. I'm going to have to go with FedEx as well, I guess. And there you have it. All right, I think we're done now. Okay. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's our last goof. That's genius of versus extreme. What? The, the ability to come to a decision so concisely and quickly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's our last goof. We just want to say a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and being super swell. You can find Max on Twitter at MaxNYoung, and you can find Jess on Twitter at AntlerGoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank all of you guys, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. Um, also, if you would like to submit a question, we love your submissions mm-hmm. so much please submit to us uh, and you can tag us or dm us on twitter at versus extreme or you can shoot us an email at versus at gmail.com um also with uh the holidays coming up please send us all of your holiday themed goofs yeah please send us all one. your holiday themed questions we okay. are trying to make a great holiday episode mm-hmm. and so it would be so helpful if you sent us yeah, your dude. best J- holiday questions jingle them bells yeah and if you want to find more episodes of Versus Extreme to get hot, caught up before our holiday episode, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we put out episodes every Tuesday. Uh, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps our algorithms, and it really helps other people see the content that we're creating. And the more people that see us, the more people get to hear all these great goofs. Now it's my turn to say something. <laughs> and if you like this episode, please tell a friend. We don't pay to advertise the show at all, so word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners. Um... I think, boys, Christmas Day's on a Tuesday. Huh. Uh, Are so, we going to drop the best Christmas present of all time? Yep. I, I think we will. Stay tuned. And then New Year's is on a Tuesday also. We're just going to have some fucking bangers coming out. Yeah, here. dude. Stay tuned for those holiday eppies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's it. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy. Good luck, you smashers. <laughs> uh, and I'm Tim. And I love you. <laughs> <laughs>